Okay. Okay. Uh, the the podcast. It's here. It's now. And it's beautiful. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so hot. Oh, God. No, I literally wanna... in this oh. room. <laughs> yeah, I had to close my windows and turn off the AC and, uh, boy, I wish it was fall. Yeah, me too. It's almost, it's about to be fall. I got up this morning and it was, like, cold. Oh, I love that shit where it's, like, the first part of the day you gotta have a jacket, but then the second part you're just, you're just drenched in sweat. It's good. Yeah. I love it. I love, I love the weather. You know, you know what, uh, what the weather was, was bad in? What? T- 2003, the year Hail <laughs> to the Thief by Radiohead came out. <laughs> yep. And by weather, you mean politics. Oh. Oh, I'm going there. Welcome to Picking Up Something Good, a limited event prestige podcast about Radiohead. My name is Mace. I play music as Echo Vessel. My name is Nikki Flowers. I play music poorly. Let's do this. Um, we have a guest today. Oh, do we? Yeah, and it's nobody. It's just us today. Yeah, fuck all y'all. It's just us. It's just us. We're just, we're doing it. We're doing it big. We're doing it by ourselves. And we're doing it also because I wanted to edit the podcast. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Mm. Okay, podcast. so um, we got we got a kind of a big one to talk about today. Um, yeah, um, it's uh, "Hail to the Thief" by Radiohead. Um, or as you would call them, the uh, fucking Cowardhead. Cowardhead. Yeah, Cowardhead. What did they do? Uh, I just learned this about like ten minutes ago before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Um, the title of the record has different points of reference. This is from Genius, my favorite mm-hmm. website. As always. I mean, that's basically, Genius is the third host of, yeah, the, of the show. <laughs> they fuck, this fucking Genius. Yeah. Um, while the phrase was used by anti-Bush protesters following the controversial 2000 presidential election, lead singer, t- singer Tom York mm-hmm. stated it was in reference to the 1824 election, which was won by John Quincy Adams. I don't believe you. That's fake. That's made <laughs> up. He pulled that out of his ass, because who the fuck references... John, Qu- I've already forgot. John Quincy Adams? Yeah. Like, as soon as he said it, I forgot, because who gives a shit about whatever that election was? Was John Quincy Adams, he was he was in 500 Days of Summer, right? <laughs> yes, he, he was. That was his breakout role. <laughs> uh, when explaining the reason behind the name, York explained that it came from, quote-unquote, the rise of doublethink and the rise of general intolerance and madness and feeling very much like individuals were totally out of control of the situation that somehow is a manifestation of something you know, not really human, or something like a cloud like entering the next Dark Ages or Middle Ages. Okay, um, here's my thing. Can we all, as a society, just leave let's just stop with the 1984 references it i'm i'm so goddamn sick of hearing the words double think or thought police or it's a shitty book made by an anti-communist bastard i i, I hate it 
as soon as you said double think, I didn't hear the entire rest of the quote because I just, my brain has tuned itself to anyone who mentions 1984. I just stop listening. <laughs> it was basically, it was like, the the rest of the quote was something like trying to compare uh, 1824 to t- 2003. Why? Why? I don't know why you would do that. What? Who's... Who's being like, no, this all this 2004 stuff we're living through is really confusing. Oh, oh, 1824, that makes more sense to me. Let's what? take it a little further. Um, while the lyrical content can be interpreted as politically charged, with 2 plus 2 equals 5 referencing George Orwell ideology and sit down, stand up, inspired by the Rwandan genocide. Um, oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Guitarist Johnny Greenwood explained that the record wasn't meant to make a political statement, instead saying how the lyrics are, quote-unquote, about our rights and responsibilities, about how to take a stand as an individual within a society, a patchwork of articulate responses to living now. Johnny, thank you for saying now. Now, yeah. Um, also, Johnny, <laughs> how is that not politics? Yeah, that's politics, <laughs> that's, Johnny. That is, that is politics. Well, his father, Colin, hadn't <clears throat> taught him about politics yet. Oh, they haven't had yeah, the talk. The talk. My favorite thing about picking up something good is that we're like a stealth leftist podcast. Are we stealth about it, though? No, but under the guise of being about Radiohead. <laughs> right, yeah. We, we're we uh, we're the good leftist podcast where we don't uh, pretend to be leftist and actually we're just coke-addicted reactionaries. I wonder who I'm referencing. Um, I think anyway. you might be referencing Radiohead? No. <laughs> no. No, there are boys. Aww. I don't think they've ever done coke. Do you think they've done coke? Um, maybe. Like, early Radiohead. Pablo Honey Radiohead did something. It's like, yeah, that's like messy coke Radiohead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hmm. okay. Uh, another thing before we actually get to the songs itself. Yeah. Can we talk about that fucking album art? <laughs> I'm so glad that we're we're having a whole segment picking up something art i don't know uh, but yeah let's let's talk about all these words on uh, this cover <laughs> can i tell you what it was what it's supposed to be is it okay yeah <laughs> i thought it was pretty clear what it no. is no oh. um hail to the thieves cover artwork is created by stanley donwood shout out course. to stanley our boy stanley um originally titled quote unquote pacific coast <laughs> it depicts a roadmap <laughs> okay. of hollywood with words taken from roadside advertising in los angeles written on colored sw- squares oh. it was also radiohead's first album cover not to feature their name or the album title here's the thing as a resident of los angeles california this yeah. is not hollywood oh is it not it's not it's more like santa monica because if you mm. turn it kind of 90 degrees which way that's uh counterclockwise counterclockwise okay i have it on my phone all right i'm looking at it that yeah. big line in the middle that's santa monica boulevard that blue is the coast this is yep. not hollywood okay. i don't know if stanley donwood has ever been to la but well you know good on him for trying yeah i mean people people who from the uk have never been to la before i think i think they're just confused about america in yeah. general i mean aren't we all but oh, yeah. the geography of America is so radically different from England. England's this tiny little thing where they're like, oh, I got to drive 20 minutes to my mom's house. And it's like, oh, California's like a million years tall. Yeah. And California's just like, oh, I got to drive 20 minutes to get a- to move a mile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So this, I, mm. okay. So this album art. This is Banksy, right? I mean, this is... This is pretty, fucking Banksy. Pretty clearly Banksy. Despite that, I kind of like it. 
Like, I get, I, it's annoying in the Banksy kind of way. Yeah. I don't know. I like the colors. I like the little paint drips. It's, yeah. It's fine. It's good. I, it, it fits, I think. I think everything, though, was kind of Banksy in, like, the early 2000s, so. <laughs> it, it was hard not to be. Yeah, like, if we were, if we were making music in the early 2000s, we'd probably be super, super fucking Banksy. Oh my god, I would be insufferable if I was my current age in 2004. It would just be, I mean, I'm insufferable now, but it would be a totally different, (laughs) Our accounts, our accounts would be links to (laughs) moveon.org. Yes. Um, Um, yeah, so this album art, um, actually, I I came up with a little, a little game. uh Uh-huh. Uh, surrounding this, this album art. Uh, it's called, What's Your Radiohead Name? Okay. And the way to figure out your official Radiohead, you know how people do like, what's your Star Wars name? It's like your first animals, your first pet's name backwards, plus your street or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's one of those. But your Radiohead name is you, you load up an image of Hail to the Thief. Okay. Hail to the Thief.jpg. I got it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. You close your eyes. Okay. You point your two index fingers at random spots on the album art. Okay. And whatever two words your fingers point to, that's your name. That's your Radiohead name. Let's do it. Let's do it. You go first. Uh, hold on. Wait. I gotta make sure I'm pointing in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's important. Okay. That's very important to the game. Okay. Uh, end oil. End oil. A good statement and a very good Radiohead name. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Where's end oil? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see where your your fingers ended up. All right. Let me do mine. Okay. Let me close my eyes. Let me open up. <laughs> bang bang beef. Hey. <laughs> uh, so welcome to picking up something good. My name is Bang Bang Beef, and I'm joined here with my friend End Oil. Ah, End Oil. Buckfush. <laughs> <laughs> um, try this game at home. Tweet us at PUSG Pod. Tell us your Radiohead names. Please, um, please, please, please tell us your Radiohead names. For the love name. of God, please interact with us on Twitter. Anyway, yeah, so that's my game. Uh, my game was, what is your favorite combination of words on this album cover? If I was picking them, like, words that are touching each other? Yeah, just like, um, like Snow Patrol, eyes open. Okay, yeah, wow, okay, what a fucking reference uh bacon cocktails is pretty good uh i think hamburger security down in the right uh, lower right <laughs> corner is pretty fucking good yeah that one's good i'm picking up something good from that mm, oh yeah that corner that one's good holy crap ultra girls or retirement anytime beef fear is real <laughs> block rapid is me when i see a nazi on twitter oh yes <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, there's, Lube uh, Donut! Sorry, Lube that was my Donut! <laughs> Woo! Um, loss soon. <laughs> yes. I agree. Um, walking into that hospital. Whoa! Whoa! Alright, we get it. You're overcompensating. Alright, let's talk about the songs on this album. Oh, right, there's a whole album underneath yeah. this art, isn't there? this is the whole thing yeah there's 14 tracks of it it's oh pretty God. yeah <laughs> it was long it, this it, was a this, this was i think it was Link, radiohead's longest album 56 minutes or something like that right? yeah that's that's about right too long but it was good but it's good well i'm getting ahead of myself let's talk yeah. about the first song 
Uh, two plus two equals five, which is incorrect. Uh, listen, I'm dating a mathematician. She wouldn't like that so much. I don't yeah. think she'd agree with that. Yeah. I mean, can you can you ask her what she thinks later on? Actually, yeah. Let me let me message her now and see. Hey, I'm recording my Radiohead podcast. What does two plus two equal five? Send. Okay. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Okay. So another thing I wanted to let you know is that all the tracks on this album have a parenthetical. Eh. Okay. Yeah. I'm this not one... a huge fan of when that happens, but okay. All of them are, like, weird and long. Uh, this one's called yeah. The Lukewarm. The Lukewarm. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't Would... make any sense, but okay. It's uh, it's about um, Dante's Inferno. <laughs> yeah. People who don't give a fuck, the Lukewarm are on the edge of the Inferno. This is from Tom. Um, cruising around near the gates, but they can't actually get out. Okay, we oh, get it. Oh, I thought it, you Tom. were joking. That's literally... No. Okay, wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, sure. What do you think of sure. this song, Nikki? Um, it's a pretty solid opener. As far yeah. as uh, Radiohead openers go. Uh, go. Going back to the guitar. Yeah, computer's over. Yeah, fuck the computer. We're in Bush era now. Yeah, because apparently that was the hallmark of every Bush era album, that you had to have like a loud guitar on it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of distortion to symbolize the unrest in society. Um, This one's good. Uh, Tom's voice is as lovely as ever. Uh, yeah. Really, really beautiful harmonies, too, going on there. Who's... um? Who's who's usually doing the backup vocals? Who's helping out Tom? That's usually Ed. Ed, the guy I always forget about. He's the bassist? Ed is also a guitarist. Oh right, he's the There's the three guitars. Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Second string Johnny. Wait, th- there's three guitars? Yeah. yeah, there's Tom, Ed, and Johnny. Wow. I forgot Tom also did guitar. Yeah, he doesn't do it a lot lately, but he does do it often. Hmm. Um, this this song's pretty good. Um, I think yeah. the most of my feelings about it can be summed up with the intro. Uh, Tom going, "That's a nice way to start, Johnny." Just kind of like, oh yeah, the... the little bit where it's yeah, where he's just like plugging his guitar and yeah, no, that was fun. I thought I thought that was I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. Also, um, did they listen? I I always wait for you to tell me what the lyrics are on the Genius page when we record, so I don't check. I'm pretty sure I heard them say Hail to the Thief in this one. Yes. They did. Oh, I love when they do that. Yes. Oh. They he, they said the name of the... They kind of blew their load really early, about, like, <laughs> yeah. three minutes into the album by saying Hail to the Thief. Yeah. The one thing I don't like about this song is the whole chorus. I'm trying to remember the chorus. Like, uh, the bridge up to the third verse, like, you have not been paying attention. I wasn't paying attention then, because, yeah, that's... Pretty... Oh, no. Okay, I'm hearing it now. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that was probably the weakest part of the it's, song. It's, the thing is, it's not that it's weak. It's like a nice buildup, but it's also pretty Banksy. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it's it's just like, and also the way Tom sings, it sounds like he's saying penetration. And that I can't abide by. Yeah, I'm six years old, and that is like... <laughs> I don't know what that word means. Yeah, okay, Tom. that's disgusting, Tom. Shut the fuck up, Tom. Um, I, I think I've said all I can say about two plus two equals five. It's it's like serviceable intro. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's not the strongest thing on the album, but no. it's like a good little like. Here we go. Yeah, we're, I'm we're gonna off. 
I'm going to lose my mind as soon as we get to the strongest song on the album, though, because it is really strong. Anyway. I think I know which song you're talking about, and I also <laughs> did lose my mind a little bit, but we'll get there. Not right now, because right now we're going to talk about sit down, stand up. No, I'll stay seated. Thank you. Um, yeah, this... thank you very much. I'm going to sit on down. According to Genius, uh, this was influenced by Char- Charles Mingus. Mingus, baby. Some more Mingus. Chucky M. Um, the alternate title for this song, the parenthetical, is Snakes and Ladders. Hmm. I like that one. Yeah. It's good. Um, basically, what do you you think about this song? Well, um, when the drums kicked in, I was like, oh, thank God they didn't forget about the computer. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, the computer's back. Oh. (laughs) That is my favorite part of the song, the raindrops x64. Oh, yeah. No, so good. And, um... Yeah, uh, the layering of different elements sort of building up, that's always mm-hmm. pleasing. Um, but, oh, when that bass synth comes in, oh, I was like, okay, finally, here we go. And uh, then it just goes fucking crazy around, like, the three-minute mark. Yes. So, like, the the stuff before it was good, but that was, I mean, that was really worth the wait of that big climax at the, around three minutes. It rules, the song. No yes. offense. It kind of rules. Can I tell you why he says the raindrops? Please. Um, this is a, this is an excerpt from Spin Magazine's cover story on Radiohead mm. in 2003. Um, that they're showing me the cover art here on Genius, and it's uh, it's got a picture of Tom York on it, and it okay. says Mr. Sunshine underneath. <laughs> got coming em. out of my cage, and I've been doing just fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, also on the cover is Nelly Furtado. Um, where she says, now I'm letting it all hang out. Um, yeah, right you, under do, it, you do you, Nelly. Yeah, Nelly Furtado, this era for music was pretty good. Welcome to Nelly Up Something Good, a limited event prestige podcast about Nelly Furtado. Oh my god, I have such a good cover of, um, like a bird sitting on my hard drive. Oh I'm shit. Just, I'm just waiting. Did I ever tell you about that or show you that? No. Oh. <laughs> It's good, and I give all credit to Nelly, because that's a fucking good song. Um, also on this cover is TV on the Radio, Sufjan okay. Stevens, and Hot mm. Hot Heat. Wow. Wow, what an era. Yeah. We'll, ne- we'll never get that back. No. Ever. Um, anyway, um, according to the Spin article, maybe Radiohead, are, maybe Radiohead metaphors are so hard to figure out, because sometimes there isn't one. For instance, take the song Sit Down, Stand Up. Tom admits to saying the line, the raindrops, at the end because he says, it sounded cool on record. (laughs) I like his honesty that he didn't try to pull, oh, it's about John Quincy Adams or some shit. It's like, I just thought it was cool. Yeah, that's like a big part of song, of song. I was going to say songwriting, then I trailed off. It's a big part of song where you're just like, hey, this seems good. Yeah, it's just like, oh, this sounds, sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with the raindrops. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll take it. It's good. Yeah, no, this is a good song. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm <laughs> I'm like Al really called us out last time of like a lot of this podcast is just going. Oh, this is good. It's good. Yeah, it's a good Don't song. Know. Yeah, sure. Um, that's all I really got to say of it. Say yeah. about it because <laughs> the first two songs are basically like build ups to like a big release. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Sorry, Al. Sorry. Better luck next time. Um, next song, let's go ahead and sail to the fucking moon. Oh, God, let's. Let's fucking do that. Um, I hate this song. 
<laughs> I hate it. There's a, there's what? a couple songs on here that I hate, like big, oh. big time. Oh, I mean, yeah, but this is not one of those for me. Yeah, this was like this. You know how I feel about ballads. Yeah, this like instantly became one of my favorite of their ballads. Really? Yeah. There's just something about the way the guitar is. I'm bad at describing guitar because I don't really. It's a mystery to me. But the way the guitar is plus the way it plays with the piano and just like a lot of time signatures going on which i always love it's very um especially at the end it was very um angelo badalamenti a little bit you know kind of yeah i at the end i was like oh angelo um so good what what do you hate about it in a david lynch voice uh oh angelo (laughs) oh angelo well yeah Uh, that was a little b-52s but yeah yeah oh (laughs) angelo Oh, Angelo. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about? This song was written in five minutes, literally. Are you goofing on me? I'm not goofing on you. Tom York wrote the song in five minutes for his son. Wow. That's literally how Angelo wrote Laura Palmer's theme. Yeah. It was just that. Wow. Would it change your opinion of the song is if apparently the first line of this song, and I didn't know this until right the fuck now, mm-hmm. the first line of the song is, I sucked the moon. <laughs> I suck the moon? I sucked the moon. Sucked. Yeah. I sucked. Yeah. The moon. Yeah. No, I still love it. Really? I, honestly, I love that. Like, uh, I mean, if you sucked the moon, would you have the guts to admit it? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I would. I don't think so. No, because that's some bravado. I'd be like, no, yeah. I don't think so. I gave the moon some toppy, so what? <laughs> <laughs> Are we allowed to say that on a podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I I think this is good. This is a really solid ballad from them. I, I, just, I can't get into it, mostly just because it's preventing me from getting to the other very good songs on this album. Oh, this is like, this is getting in your way of like, I'm just trying to get to the other stuff. Yeah, this is getting in my way. This and another song get in my way in a major way. My name is Mason, I'm here to say... These songs get in my way. Gets in my way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is, uh, this is, uh, whatever. I like it. It's not the my favorite, but it's good. And you're wrong. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's go to Backdrifts. Or as I like to call it, Spinning Plates 2. Actually. <laughs> oh? Um, this is, uh, this was built from... Kind of like the the basis of the basis of the song was from a song that came before Kid A and Amnesiac. Oh, yeah! Tell me all about that, please. That's it. That's all. That's all the information we have. For all you. right. Thank you for the information. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting, though. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a lovely little computer song. Nothing groundbreaking, but it's fun, I guess. I think that's like the main theme of this album. It's a good song, nothing nothing groundbreaking though. Yeah, no, that's that's going to be a theme for for what I say about a lot of these songs. It gets really crazy after the 3 minute mark though, which um I like. They 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 try to do something with it, which I appreciate, but as a whole, I yeah. Know, it's fine. It's some, some pretty good stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's solid. Like I I I wouldn't skip any of the songs. Like this one I wouldn't skip, but eh. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe it's because we have, like, a weird aversion to 
music from this era that's just basically like <laughs> do you remember blur's think tank i try not to uh it's not a good blur album no no it's no. not uh and the album cover was literally drawn by banksy which just kind of sets the stage for well what... okay hold on pause the goddamn podcast i need to look this up are you fucking with me you've never seen this before no i've seen it but okay okay yeah no i've seen this i just i <laughs> i didn't i didn't know what banksy was when i saw this so i was like okay yeah sure graffiti wow this is literally a banksy look at the back cover of the album think tank back cover i'm sure this is very interesting for our listeners here wow <laughs> <laughs> All every album of this era has that same energy. It gives off yeah. that same energy. Um, yeah, this is very two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, there's also like it. It kind of shares mental space with uh, fucking Green Day's "American Idiot," an album <laughs> where they say the F slur multiple times. Whoa, really? Yeah, in the well, title I, track. Well, uh, I mean, I. I was, and on holiday? Well, I, wow, okay, fucking, I was, uh, I had a little Green Day face around, actually, when American Idiot came out, and I guess I just blocked that completely out of my mind. Yeah, so did I, until very recently, I heard it, um, I was, I was waiting in front of a Zumba place that was playing the entirety <laughs> of the un- <laughs> What? <laughs> I just, it's funny thinking about Zumba playing- <laughs> Zumba was playing American Idiot, the okay. entire full album. Wow, okay. The full album, uncensored, and it was so loud that even when the door to the Zumba studio was closed, mm. it was still audible from across the street. Just blaring F-slurs to the entire street. Yeah. Listen, I gotta say, not a big fan of that. Yeah, I mean, we should just go to sleep. Let's go to sleep, please. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, good night. Um, I love Go to Sleep by Radiohead. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, it's got such a You know how I love my jangles. This one's called Little Man Being Erased, the uh, parenthetical. <laughs> Just a little guy. <laughs> Just a little boy, little boy. Little guy being erased. Um, and we wait, we actually missed the parenthetical for Sit Down Stand Up and Sail to the Moon and Backdrifts. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so Sit Down Stand Up. Snakes and Ladders. Right. Sail to the moon, brush the cobwebs out of the sky. Okay. Backdrifts, honeymoon is over. Ugh. Yeah, I know. straight? Yeah. I don't I know. Mean, but, it's like yeah. five straight dudes. Yeah, well, that's that's where they get you. <laughs> Go to sleep, though. Just a little guy being erased. Yeah, I'm just taking a little, a little eraser, too. Just a little too. guy. Um, <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> um, yeah, go to sleep. Love that good jangle. I uh, love when the guitars jangle. This is one of, I think, two or three songs that jangle real good. Oh yeah, man! This this song, I I like it blew me away because I kind of forgot how good they are at guitar music after yeah. all those computer stuff. They're fucking good at guitars, man. After listening to a combined like two or three hours of computer, going back to the guitar is nice. It's really good. They're super versatile. Holy shit! I mean, they can just they can just do whatever they want, and, and it works sometimes. But you know, most of the time, they're pretty good. Yeah, this is pretty like. It's I I'd almost say it's like approaching Americana, Ooh, kind yeah. of. Like there's, Just a there's little bit. There's that like country rock 
a little a little drop of that in the DNA of the song. Yeah, there's like um again, I don't know how guitars work, but Johnny has like a little little way about the guitar in this track that I mean is full of juicy riffs. Yeah. I think the the bridge is a little chugga. Yeah, there's a little chugga in there. Yeah. And um yeah, he's just he's got some not only does he have some riffs, he's also got some licks in there. Yeah, they're they're letting loose. I think Ed's kind of like... Yeah, Ed's like, oh, you think Johnny's good? Watch what I got. (laughs) Check out old Ed. Yeah, the guy you always forget. Uh, The bridge of the song is weird. Yeah. The uh, we don't really want a monster taking over, tiptoe around, tie him down. We don't want the loonies taking over. It's it's like we get Too late it. for that. We, we fucking get it. <laughs> yeah, I like how they they really are cowards because throughout the entire album, I mean, it's pretty clear what they're talking about the entire time, and then they're like, "Oh, well, actually, eighteen twenty four. Shut up." Yeah, and also the chorus where he goes, where Tom says, "I'm gonna go to sleep and let this all wash all over me," is a big mood for twenty seven, twenty sixteen through twenty nineteen right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've been wanting to sleep for the past. Like almost four years, and uh, we have not been allowed to sleep the whole I time. I can't. Yep, I just can't. Someone's trying to kill all of us. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is Radiohead have actually said in interviews that this album isn't about the war or Bush and Blair, but about how powerless they felt in the whole mess. Which I guess this makes sense for this song, but also Cowardhead. Come on. Yeah, I mean, just own what you did. Yeah, because you did it. War is bad. You can say that. It's fine. You're allowed to... You're musicians. You're allowed to say that. Well, here's the thing. The Dixie Chick said that same exact thing around this time. Oh, God. That fucking... That never fails to piss me off. And, like... Okay, shout out to the Dixie Chicks for just, you know, being the the Dixie Chicks. And also, not backing down from all that dumbass, unwarranted criticism for being like, Hey, maybe we shouldn't bomb the Middle East. Yeah. Like, oh my god, well, that's all they did. And then they just, like, their entire careers were basically over. Yeah, and they got threatened by, like, proto-magas. There's a whole song about it. It's called Not Ready to Make Nice. It's a very good song. Oh, that is what that song's about. They have a new album coming out. Uh, oh, yeah. They're good. I'm Fucking very excited. Yeah. Welcome to Chicksin' Up Something Good. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, no, I this this entire, I mean... You know, this whole era. Yeah. Just a fucking mess. I mean, I know we're in, we're not doing great now. I mean, yeah. 2003, 2004 was child's play compared to all this. It was definitely, you know, a preamble. Yeah. I mean, we're we're just kind of moving through these songs at a clip, mostly because there's 14 of them. (laughs) Yeah, there's kind of a lot. (laughs) And, um, as for go to sleep, I think... I said all I need to say. Yeah. It's good. Um, I mean, but that's where I end and you begin. Mm. Um, I set my, my good, good segue, buddy. This is one of my two favorite songs in this album. This fucks so goddamn hard. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I like the warbly synths that start out. It's like, oh, okay, this is going to be fun. And then that fucking bass. Yeah, it goes. That fucking bass also i know i don't talk about the drums a lot phil really shines on this one. Oh yeah on this whole record he's like not really out going of the for park. it yeah 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 Ooh. apparently the rhythm section uh phil and colin it was influenced by new order which makes sense oh 
that's why I like it so much. Like the entire thing is just clicking so good. We we love a good P hook. We love a good P hook. Um the I like that the song blasts off as soon as we uh, get past the first verse. Like if yeah. if it had a second verse that was still in that kind of form of the song, I think I'd like it less. It would have been a little bit too much. Yeah, it would have yeah. overstayed its welcome. And uh, you hate when that happens, but it does not happen here. Like, this is honestly, like, such a good little mm, spicy meatball. Very good. Yes. Mamma Mia. People say that this is, a lot of people say that this is our, this is our least favorite Radiohead album, and sure, <laughs> but also it's got a lot of bangers on it. Like, the third yeah. verse of this song, where he starts with X will mark the place, like the parting of the waves, always, it never fails <laughs> to get me going. Yeah. <laughs> this song really does get you going. Uh, oh. that, that outro? Oh, oh my god, yeah. And especially at the at the end, where Tom comes out at, as a vor fetishist. Yeah, where he very, just, very brave. Where he just eats. He just eats you. Yeah. Chomp, chomp, asshole. He's gonna eat you. <laughs> <laughs> From Genius, Johnny and Tom talked about the lyrics in an enemy interview in 2003. That our good old enemy, my our, my personal back. enemy, enemy, yeah. <laughs> enemy. <laughs> Johnny says it's another love song, isn't it? You old soppy, which sounds like a sex thing. <laughs> um. Uh, Tom says, let me think about that for a moment. Yes, I guess so. With the last two records, I think you can tell I had a problem with things being read a certain way, which was born out of OK Computer, which was insane. I don't really have a problem with it now, which is why we chose to print the words on the record, because in a way I enjoy the fact that people all read things differently. As for the I will eat you alive part, Tom has said, God knows, constant cannibal thing. I'm going to get it out of my system one day. It's Vor. That's Vor, baby. That's fucking Vor. That's fucking Vor. And you know what, Tom? Don't get it out of your system. It's all good. You know, you can you can do what you like, Tom. Especially if it's eating people. <laughs> Alive. <laughs> um, Alive. <laughs> the parenthetical for this one is uh, the sky is falling in. And it is. That's yeah. true. Oh, I uh, one other thing I got to say about this. Um, is, uh, is Johnny's uh, little French friend? That yeah. theremin sound? Oh, yes. Is, Mr. is Johnny's friend back? Mr. Martineau. Mr. Martineau. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, man. that's that that's really that. oh, that really tied the whole thing together. I think mm-hmm. that's uh, that's my my little French guy, my little French buddy being erased. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the little guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, a, like man. a two foot tall Frenchman. Oh, but cute. not no because you know he's just like kind of like. Just tiny, like if Wayne Selinsky took a shrinking machine and made you really tiny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and don't we all want that? Oh, yeah. And I think being tiny would get me so far away from this next terrible song, We Suck Young Blood. Okay, yeah. No, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I appreciate that they're like, oh, remember how we did jazz? We're still doing that. But it's not good this time. It's not good jazz. They don't have, what was his face? Wayne Littleton? What was his name? Um, I, it's a very British. Might, it's super might as, British. Might as well just be like Brexit Crumpet. <laughs> yeah. Humphrey no, Littleton, is it actually? Hum, Humphrey Littleton. Yeah, what did I say? I don't even, it doesn't matter. Um, Jiminy Cricket. This is no Jiminy Cricket jazz because I got really fucking bored listening to it. And then... All of a sudden, around the three-minute mark. By the way, what is it about all these songs that, like, 
go like crazy around three minutes? Do they also just like, oh shit, it's been three minutes. We better do something. It's very, <laughs> um, it reminds me of Heroin by the Velvet Underground. I hate that band, but yes. Yeah. It just kind of like, <laughs> it goes up and down. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, and it's so brief. This like, it's a very slow methodical jazz and then around the three minute mark it just goes fucking manic for like it feels like 10 seconds and it goes back to the original yeah it's so like i was like oh shit okay maybe i should start listening oh never mind (laughs) never mind Uh, (laughs) it's back to the thing it was it's basically like i imagine it as tom looking around to every other member of radiohead in the recording booth because you know how albums are made they all record together of Uh, course basically Tom looking at them and they're all just kind of getting like amped up, amped up, <laughs> amped up, amped up. And Tom goes, stop. <laughs> uh-uh. No, that's enough. <laughs> this, this, the buildup in the song reminds me of that one click hole video. Uh, that's, uh, that's like, it's called, we get kids riled up for pizza and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's this song. They got me so riled up for pizza and then they left. They just fucking left. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted to like it, but it was just so boring. Yeah, I was bored. Ugh. Uh, apparently Tom York, Tom, this is problematic, first of all. Oh, Um, here we go. He describes this track as a slave ship tune. Hey, let's cancel him. Yeah, that's (laughs) done. You're gone, Tom. You're done. You'll never work in this city again. Like, what the hell? Well. (laughs) <laughs> 2003 but also that wasn't that long ago what the yeah, fuck yeah no you can't really excuse that no um no i'm joking about canceling but also tom come on, come on dude it's not great also it's not yeah it's it's not at all i i kind of understand what he was coming from it's not uh it's okay. just a boring jazz song that's not good tom Apparently, he says it's not to be taken seriously, but that's like the, haha, I'm not mad, I'm actually laughing. Yeah, or like, haha, just kidding. No, Tom, you put that on your album for a reason. You thought it was good, then you realize, this ain't good. Just own that shit. Yeah, just own it. Just be like, hey, we put a shitty song on the album. That's fine. To make matters way worse. Oh, boy. Uh, apparently the song satirizes Hollywood culture and its constant desire to stay young and fleece people. Suck their energy, Tom says. (sighs) I mean, okay, it's a little on the nose with the title then. Oh, what's yeah. the parenthetical? Did you did you say? Yeah, the parenthetical is your time is up. Huh. My time with this song is up, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this one. It's not great. This this sucks. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> kind of a misfire, boys. I think this is the first time since Pablo Honey that we've just kind of universally been, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because, yeah, last one it was you never agreed with me when i thought it sucked and then yeah this is it's not pablo honey levels of suck but it's um yeah it's not that bad but it's bad it's bad yeah it's not great uh you ready nikki oh i'm ready are you ready for computer oh i'm fucking ready for computer (laughs) the glow main my favorite kate bush album (laughs) (laughs) um this is a uh, very uh, the knife energy about it is. this one. It is um, like extremely. Um, I fucking love it. Um, can I tell you something that you would probably believe about this song? God, I wish you would. Uh, uh, from Genius, the gloaming was born when Radiohead recorded Kid A. Yes, during the sessions when it was basically only electronic music, there were no guitars on Kid A. Yes. No. That. Yep. Mm-hmm. That checks out. 
Oh, finally, Tom York is not being a coward. Um, <laughs> Tom York said before performing this song, I guess in 2003 or whatever, the next song we're going to do is a song about the rise of fascism in the right wing. The only way to stop them is to do something. If you do nothing, they'll win. And these people are fucking crazy. Yeah, Tom, what, where was that energy when you were promoting the full album? And like, oh, it's actually John Quincy Adams. Where, where, but, no, gah. direct action, Tom. Yeah, that's what gets the goods, Tom. Uh, the parenthetical for this one is softly open our mouths in the cold, which is how it kind of feels sometimes. It's pretty horny. Yeah. Mm. Eh. Mm. What do you What do you think about the song? Very, very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This This comes out the gate slapping. Yeah. And just keeps on slapping. I love that loop that opens the song. That just kind of sounds like it's oh, decaying. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Oh my god! I was like, this is. Is this the same album? Did I did I go back to Kid A B side somehow or something? Oh, if you if you think this is a good song, I'm very excited for us to get to our next episode, The Eraser. <laughs> oh, the eraser that erases the little man. Yeah, the little man. Oh my god, he comes back. I think that might actually be the little man on the cover of the eraser, but we get to that we'll get to that bridge we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Oh, fuck yeah. Alright. Um yeah, this do you, I'm do sorry you... about all these fucking vehicles. Do you want to hear something wild that Johnny said? Yeah, let's hear it. Um, apparently, according to Johnny, strangely, it was actually put together without computers. Mm. He says he says he doesn't want to get overly technical, but it was done with pieces of tape. <gasps> oh, oh, I like that. I w- yeah. I wish he got overly technical. I want to know how this happened. <laughs> I mean, Johnny is the most inclined to get super technical about. He's a gearhead. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, isn't he the? I was reading like a little snippet of his little biography. He's like, um, he's the one in the band that knows anything about music theory. Like, yeah, for real. Yeah, um, he's like a he's like a big classical music guy now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, oh man, I want to, I want to date that man and just wanna... like listen to him go off about tape splicing and fucking. Oh, that's the thing. If you want to date him, you'll have to get through his father, Colin. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Uh, he's a tough, he's a tough cookie. I really, really, really like the ending of the song where he just goes, this is the gloaming, and then it just kind of, like, goes on for a little bit longer. It really is the gloaming. Oh, it just, it, it feels like an entirely different album, like you said. But Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> no, it's good. It somehow, it, well, it's somehow like a different album, but it also is like, yeah, it makes sense that this would be here. Yeah. Which uh, one, I appreciate. One thing that I wanted to kind of cover before we get to the rest of the album Mm-hmm. Since we're just kind of starting side B now, um, a lot of this album, like they they did recording sessions in Los Angeles. Oh, your yeah. little house. Yeah, my little, little house where I live. I meant, to, I meant to say home, but also they recorded it in your house. Yep, they were here in this room. This is where they recorded <laughs> uh, "Hail to the Thief." Yep, <laughs> I didn't live here in two thousand three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, they started recording a lot of it in L.A. and they hated it. Yeah. So they re-recorded it elsewhere, but we're going to get to a song in a little bit that was recorded, I, I believe, entirely in Los Angeles. Oh, so they... Uh, or has uh, a Los Angeles version. So there's uh, LA versions of all these songs? They haven't been released except for one. Oh, a mystery. And another thing to mention that I might actually show you after we're finished with the show is that um, there is a version of Hail to the Thief that was leaked a couple weeks early prior to the to the final release. And there are a couple things that are different. Oh my god, what are they? Uh, there's no intro on 2 plus 2 equals 5. 
Um, That's a shame. There's a ton of, like, mastering differences, which is, I think, sometimes even better. Uh, The gloaming Mm. has a couple things changed. I think it has an entire other verse. Or either that or where I ended you begin. Um, Mixomatosis sounds a lot angrier. Oh, I can't even imagine that. Um, it's, it's pretty good. I'll, I'll send you a link once I'm done. Yeah, hell yeah. Piracy. Um, <laughs> woo! We're for it. They're there. It's all right. <laughs> they're there. They're there. Uh, let's talk about they're there. Um, real quick before we start, this is yeah. a song that everybody on Tumblr in 2009 love to take lyrics out of context for <laughs> like you got this you, is one of those songs this is one of those songs um like a true love will find you in the end kind of thing um oh wh- woof. yeah oh where... i'm not ready to talk about daniel johnston yet no me either oh <laughs> r.i.p where basically people who just got broken up with uh <laughs> would make text posts no no it's they were photo posts yep 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 they that be... had like just kind of like text on them and the text for this, can you guess what the line was? Hmm. I can't think of any of the lyrics. <laughs> Just because you feel it doesn't mean it's there. It's basically... Oh, I mean, obvious. Okay, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. In, the, in, the, in the late in the late 2000s, it was like a weird, like, quasi-incel anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Not to detract from the actual song, which is... Fucking very good. It's... This song fucks. This song fucks so goddamn hard. And I will say, it's not even the hardest it fucks for me. But this is still like one of the peaks of the album. Yeah. Like the fucking, just the groove of it all. The fucking groove of it all. Yeah. Okay. The fucking groove. It's just a solid drum and bass. Really, really tight riffs. One of their best melodies. Like Tom. Yeah. The boom, boom, chip, boom, boom, chip. Oh, oh, so good. I kind of like the middle part um, where it just kind of like swirls a little bit. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Ooh. Ooh. Um, according to Tom York, uh, and this is, the, I think, the second time this has happened in Radiohead history, Uh-oh. at least recorded Radiohead history. This was um, the one track on Hail to the Thief that had him in tears when he heard the mix. Oh, that's good. That's a good sign. Yeah. So it's like fake plastic trees level good. I mean, I don't, I don't want him to cry, but that seems to be a pretty good indicator that it's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's pretty fucking good. I this was yeah. released as a single. I, yeah. No, of course it was. And it was. It's definitely like you could hear this playing on college radio in two thousand three, right next to like yeah yeah yeahs and uh, <laughs> modest mouse. I think right. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it's perfect. It's, it's like such a good encapsulation of all that's good about Hail to the Thief. Um, is this, uh, is this Ed in the background doing the backup vote? Vocals? I believe it is. Shout out to Ed, cause you nailed it. It's my guy Ed. He's basically just like, I think Ed is like Radiohead's secret weapon. Cause every, <laughs> everybody says that Johnny is Radiohead's secret weapon, but no, because no. everybody says it, that means yeah, Johnny's he's... pretty clearly the, the weapon. Yeah, he's just a regular weapon. Right. The secret weapon, however, is my friend Ed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good song. I think I've said all I can say about this one. Yeah, no, it starts, like, extremely strong, 
and then it just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing and then the climax of it is just like somehow better than what came before it which was still very good yeah this is i mean when we uh finish this podcast in 300 years <laughs> and i compile my list of favorite radiohead songs at this point i have not heard anything beyond hail to the thief mind you <laughs> this might be in the top five this genuinely might be in the top five for me yeah i mean this is i don't know how else to say it this yeah. fucks because it's basically like it's motion picture soundtrack mm-hmm Pull, pull revolving door. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't fuck with me right now. Mace? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a great fucking song. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go to Los Angeles with me? Uh, okay. To I Will? Sure, I will. This is um, this is the song <laughs> that was uh, the background. Uh, well, the earlier version was the background of uh, Like Spinning Plates. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so this is... Okay. Huh. This is the guitar version, not the electronic version. Right, yeah, not the... They call dodgy it dodgy craft work. work. Yeah. yeah. This is dodgy... This is just dodgy Radiohead. What do you What do you think of this one? Dodgy Radiohead. Really? I, I said like it. it. I like it No, it's good. Well, no, I'm, I'm being sort of jokey. It's... It's fun. It's a fun little... It's an interlude. I don't think it really... It's one of those ones where it's like... I don't think I'd ever skip it. It's not like offensive to listen to, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's good. Yeah, I guess. Um, Tom York says this is the most uh, the angriest song he's ever written. That's not true. With lyrics inspired by news footage of a bomb shelter containing children and families being destroyed in the first Gulf War. Holy goddamn! Yeah, which makes sense. Like when you once you have the context. Okay, now with the context, it's. I mean, wow. Yeah. I'm sorry I called it Dodgy Radiohead. <laughs> this is basically just Tom York being like, what if it was my kid? Which also, oh. you should worry about other people's children, but... Yeah, but I... Yeah. <laughs> I, you get it. it. It's the first thing that, that comes to mind, I guess, when you become, like, a parent. I, I would know. Yes. Yeah. As, as a parent yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine me having a kid that'd just be... <laughs> I, I would just, it would just be a disaster. <laughs> Not a not a Gulf War bombing shelter disaster, but it would be a disaster on a totally different level. Yeah. Um. Anyway, th- there's not much to say about this song. It's just pretty. Yeah, it's it's fine. I like I like it. I guess I don't know. I I don't really. It's not blowing my socks off, but it's yeah. coming to this one actually gives you a little bit of that uh, context for like spinning plates. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sort of a sort of a companion piece, which I like. I like spinning plates. So. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to tell you about the parenthetical for there, there. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. The Bony King of Nowhere. <laughs> that should have been the actual title. Yeah. Because what the fuck? That is so metal. Yeah. And the also, Bony King of Nowhere. It's very, like, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the like, Bony King of Nowhere is on the crazy train. He is it, the conductor of the crazy train. It's very Desher zone. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Shout out to memes. Yeah, memes. We gotta love them. Can't, you can't hate them. <laughs> uh, the parenthetical for I will is no man's land. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. That um, fits. We're going to move on to the next song called A Punch-Up at a Wedding, and I want to tell you the parenthetical right off the bat. Give it to me. This is the parenthetical. 
no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, counterpoint, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> because that's very good. However, can I tell you what the song is about? Oh, Jesus, is this going to be... This is going to be wild, and I think it is the pettiest song in Radiohead's discography. Oh, I love pettiness. Give it to me. It's intensely petty, and I don't know if it's in a good way. Um, but all petty is good, even when it's bad. Nikki Flowers, 2019. God. <laughs> okay, Tom York says, I happened upon, by accident, basically a review of our Oxford, gi- Oxford gig, which was just like, I mean, one of the biggest days of my life, obviously, and for all of us. And mm. this, whoever this person was, just tore it to shreds, and they couldn't quite think of how to tear us to shreds, really. So they just tore the audience to shreds. But this person managed to totally ruin that day for me forever. And it really shouldn't have done. I should be big enough to just ignore it. And then he wrote a song about it. That's my boy. <laughs> That's my petty ass boy. That's the most petty thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, wow. I mean, I'm glad this song turned out as good as it did. Otherwise, that pettiness would be... Bad. Kinda sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, But Punch Up at a Wedding is... Okay, when I first heard it, Mm -hmm. I hadn't heard the song following. And I thought that this might be the most fuckingest bass on the entire album. Uh Uh-huh. And it's definitely up there. This bass fucks so hard. It's number two, for sure. Um, I think as as a whole, this song fucks very hard. And I'm looking at my notes here. That's kind of all I have to say about it is that like, I'm having a hard time coming up with anything other than Punch Up at a Wedding Fucks. Like, this is this is such a good song. <laughs> Ed, uh, our guy Ed, says that... Um, yeah. He says that this song can be seen as a companion piece to Karma Police. Which makes sense. Yeah, okay. Uh, let me think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that yeah. maybe, yeah, like... Okay. Maybe, like, any of the other songs of this album, maybe, like, closer to There There can be considered a sequel to Carpet Police, but okay. Yeah, no, if all the ones to choose, I think this is, um, wouldn't be the most obvious one, but I can see what Ed is getting at, and I appreciate it. Yeah. This song is very good. I don't know what else to say. I know that is very like me. (laughs) This song has, this is one of two songs on the album, the other one being, I believe, um, Sit Down, Stand Up, uh, where they just kind of repeat something and in order to inordinate amount of times mm-hmm. like here he's saying no 42 times hence the parenthetical yeah over there on uh sit down stand up it's the raindrops 36 times correct did tom just kind of run out of songwriting juice for this one? he had some juice in him but some. uh yeah hey, hello hello oh Oh, Tom, what's up? Welcome to Picking Up Something Good. Hello? Hello, Tom. Hello, it's me, it's me, Tom. Hi, Tom. From Tom, Radiohead. Tom York from Radiohead. From Welcome Radiohead. to the podcast. Did you figure out who the thief was? Um, Yeah, so we've been talking about it, Mace and I. Um, So we have a couple of guesses. Three, I three ra- guesses I wanna... only. Three guesses Three only? guesses! Okay, okay, I'm sorry, Tom. So our first guess was George W. Bush. Huh? Do you, what? What? Continue. What do you continue? You want the two other guesses? Mm-hmm. Okay. the the se- The second guess was Tony Blair. Mm-hmm. Continue. 
those were kind of the two, but I'm going to give you a third one off the top of my head based on what you've said about this album. The third guess, John Quincy Adams. It's none of them. It's none of them? Well, well, who's the thief then? I thought those were very good guesses. The thief was a computer. The thief was a computer. Oh my god, of course it was. Was it a specific computer? It was the computer. The computer. The thief was the computer. I was so angry at the computer. And the computer... I didn't feed him on time. Oh no, what happened? The thief stole my heart. You didn't give the computer dog food on time and then it stole your heart? That's why I was so angry. Oh, Tom, that's awful. I'm so sorry to hear that. Okay, bye. Okay. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what? What? What's so funny? Tom York. Tom York from Radiohead. Did he... From Radiohead. Tom York. Tom York from Radiohead. He called into our podcast, picking up something good. A limited event prestige podcast about Radiohead. He called in once again. That sucks that I'm never here. I just... At this point, if feels like he's doing that on purpose like he only wants to talk to me but like that sucks for you mm -hmm. and i don't want to believe that but basically I, I wish i could meet tom york yeah no it would be good uh, well also i've met him a couple times over voice he's inscrutable i don't know if you're missing much he basically. sounds like kind of like an avoidant personality <laughs> yeah, uh, that's putting it lightly mm -hmm. so what do he tell you he wanted to know who we thought the thief was of the titular Hail to the thief. Okay, did you give him the answer? Well, yes. Maybe. I don't know. See, here's the thing. He would only allow three guesses. Okay. So the first guess was George W. Bush, which we figured, you know. That sounds about right. Right. He said no. What? He said, well, no, he said next guess. He didn't give me an answer. So I gave him the second guess, which was Tony Blair. Okay. And then he said next guess. And I gave him... The third guess, which we hadn't really discussed because we only really talked about Bush and Blair. So I threw him John Quincy Adams based on what he said about the album, right? Okay. Figuring that would that would get him. That makes sense, yeah. All three of those were incorrect. What? The no, real wait, hold on, thief? Hold on, hold on. What, what the fuck? First yeah, thing. I know. Right. No, I know. No, I, yeah, I know. The real thief was the computer. Why? What? The computer. What did the computer do? Did he tell you? He didn't feed it on time. Okay. And it stole his heart. Like, f on, like, for real, his heart? I or? don't fucking know, Mace. I don't fucking know what this man is talking about. But he didn't feed the, his computer dog food on time, and it stole his heart, and then he just fucking left, and now I'm explaining it all to you again. Yeah, I, I mean, that explains kind of why he was so mad in this next song. Let's talk about myxomatosis. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, um, what the fuck is a good way of uh, putting it, because this fucks very much as well. Myxomatosis is the best song on this album, Nikki. I, I was so close to being like, there, there, it's pretty good. Myxomatosis is probably also up there in the top five, eventually, because... Yeah. What the goddamn shit were they on that they just, just, I, I don't have words. I don't have, I don't have literal words. The synth bass, just like the, 
I don't know what the... I knew you were going to love that bass. It just, yeah, it hits a hits a button in my brain that I very much like being pushed. It's 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 uh it's a very sharp but also very bottom heavy bass. That's it just I just like it very much. I feel like this song feels like it's coming apart. Yeah, it's like it's 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 threatening to just blow up at any moment. It feels like yeah, it feels like that gif of Batman running with a bomb over his head. <laughs> yeah, that's mixomatosis. That Mix, well, well, mixomatosis is unfortunately y'all know me i'm a big bunny guy mm-hmm. um apparently myxomatosis is a viral infection that rabbits get oh no yeah which i'm very sad about rabbits don't deserve viruses um tom says i remember my parents pointing out all these dead rabbits on the road when i was a kid that's, that's oh, sad no. i didn't don't show yeah. your kid that <laughs> that's i mean that's how tom york ended up the way he did yeah well okay i guess we're all yeah. the better for it i don't know he said, uh, I didn't know that much about the virus or even how to spell it, but I love the word. I love the way it sounded. The song is actually about mind control. I'm sure you've experienced situations where you've had your ideas edited or rewritten when they didn't conveniently fit into somebody else's agenda. And then when someone asks you about those ideas later, you can't even argue with them because now your idea exists in that edited form. That seems like not a problem everyone has. That seems like a famous people problem, Tom. Right. That sounds like some interviewer taking quotes out of context which no one ever interviews me but i guess i understand why that would be upsetting that's kind of petty it's a little petty tom yeah tom's out here on this record being super petty (laughs) yeah uh which i love the parenthetical the parenthetical for this one is uh judge jury and executioner which is a little on the nose yeah yeah but also (laughs) that's it (laughs) that's it yeah (laughs) um (laughs) Yeah, I really like the offbeat drumming and the offbeat guitar. Like it's um I'm pretty sure I'm not good. I'm not great with time signatures. Like I can tell what a 4/4 is and I can tell when it's not 4/4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know what it is. Um I'm I'm positive this is 4/4, but the drums and the guitar don't always have a 4/4 rhythm. I don't know how to describe it. Not I don't know what music is. I'm a fake musician. But, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, aren't we all, though? Aren't we all? Um, This song, actually, if you own a copy of The Benz or its related singles, hmm, um, the lyrics to Mixomatosis, um, like Twitching and Salivated, Got Edited, Fucked Up, Strangled, Beaten Up, Used Like a Photo in Time Magazine, wow. are written on parts of that art. Wow, okay, so this is a Ben's era thing, maybe? I don't know if it is. I think the words are Ben's era, not the song. Okay. Radiohead, you've noticed that Radiohead like to do this thing where they come back to things. Yeah, yeah. Seems a little lazy. I mean, just write some new stuff, am I right? Yeah, it's that that easy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, I love this fucking song, and it's my favorite song on this record. Yeah, no, this is definitely the peak of the album for me. Yeah, it is. Um, it fucks. It fucks. It's absolutely fucks in every single way, every mm-hmm. second of this song. It never stops fucking. That's the thing. You'd think it'd get tired. It doesn't. It's got so much stamina. Yeah. However, a song that they just kind of, they kind of threw us a little a little break was this next one, Scatterbrain. <laughs> Scatterbrain doesn't fuck. And I don't think it slaps, but it's not an anti-fuck and it's not an anti-slap. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it doesn't fuck or slap, but that's not a bad thing in this case. That's fine. Most songs don't. But Scatterbrain, it's got some solid riffs. Yeah. Tom 
coming in with the good vocals as usual. It's n- again, it's not really blowing me away, but I don't think I would skip it. It's very listenable. Yeah, it's just, I think it's like a good break before that closer and after, like, They're There, Punch Up at a Wedding, and Mixomatosis. Yeah, well, so we had They're There, and then I Will was, like, the interlude to, like, prepare us for Punch Up at a Wedding and Mixomatosis. Yeah. And then after those two, we definitely needed Scatterbrain. Yeah. In the... the context of the album, it works much better as a song on its own, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had a playlist randomly generated and scatterbrain ended up on it it would be like i don't know what's this what's this doing here yeah um this the parenthetical for the song is as dead as leaves which is okay leaves are alive some of the time though so yeah i don't know about that one tom oh tom thinks that all leaves are dead idiot (laughs) uh the second verse of this of the song the yesterday's headlines blown by the wind line Apparently, uh, according to Genius, this is a reference to Thomas Pynchon's novel V. Ah, yes, the novels of that guy that I am aware of. Who He did Inherent Vice. Would, a lot of people called it Incoherent Vice, even though it was a very good movie. Yeah, <sighs> uh, I didn't see it. I don't, I don't know anything about this man, really, yeah. except that no one knows about him. That's yeah. what I know, is that he just like doesn't like being in public. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a good reference, good song. Yeah, is am I thinking of he wrote um Gravity's Rainbow, right? Did he? Gravity's Rainbow, Thomas Pynchon, right? That sounds right. Yeah, that's Gravity's Rainbow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, that's there's like a whole uh a bunch of books, uh, postmodern nonsense that I know about through like jokes, but I don't actually. Like, Gravity's Rainbow and, like, Infinite Jest is, like, I read the first five pages of Infinite Jest and I was like, well, this ain't happening. Yeah, Infinite Jest literally is infinite. It's, like, like a thousand goddamn pages. I, uh, postmodernism is fine. Just be good at it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's my only advice. Just for, just for the future, Thomas Pynchon and uh, David Foster Wallace, when you're going to write your next book... David, just be better at it. Yeah, just make good books. It's not that hard. Just do a good book. Write new good songs. That's In- it. That's It's so easy. Instead of bad things, do good things. It, that's it. Oh my god, I don't know why so many people are like, oh, let's do a bad thing. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, let's get to the end here. A wolf at the door. Knock, knock, knock. Knock, knock. Oh, who is it? Oh, it's a goddamn wolf. It's the fucking wolf. <laughs> it's the fucking wolf. Uh, parenthetical for this one is It Girl, Ragdoll. Hmm. It Girl, period, Ragdoll, period. By the way, hmm. all the, all the, um, parentheticals for this album have, like, weird capitalizations and end with periods. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Very Victorian. Um, this song is <laughs> angry. Yeah, wow. Um, there's some stuff going on in here. Why is Tom in singing in a lower register that makes me very uncomfortable oh my god i was just that was like the first thing i was like who the fuck is this and then i was like wait i wait is this tom yes. <laughs> then i had to look it up this is tom i don't think i've ever heard him sing in this low of a register before yeah it's pretty low it, i didn't even know he was capable of it like he he's got that falsetto down very well and i'm used to that 
and then he just comes right in. Oh man, that that really sold the song. I think of just the the effect of him singing, unlike how he has before. Oh, that fucked me up. Yeah. Oh, oh it's like such a. I know. I know. I say this all the time. It was a good baseline. It's very good. Very very good. Um, a lot of a lot of cool rhythm going on with the with the main melody too. Um, interesting delivery. I don't know. It's it's just it's a solid closer. It is, I think this, and this is going to be weird, stay, uh, just kind of due to the fact that we've already listened to motion picture soundtrack, mm-hmm. but it is, I think, the saddest, angriest Radiohead closer. Hmm. Like, it Compared makes me feel... City soundtrack. Yeah, I don't know, I'd have to, that's a close call, but Mo- definitely angrier. Soundtrack, it has, like, a happy ending, though. Yeah, Wolf of the Door does not have a happy ending. <laughs> like, it, it does not. That This man just got attacked. Straight up, that dude got attacked. This is honestly like, if there are any Radiohead songs that I will sing along to very loudly in the car, Wolf of the Door is definitely one of them. Whenever I get to the end of this oh, album, yeah. I just like, I go off. <laughs> this is This is the perfect song to go off on. Yeah. However, it does get a little Banksy near the end there. I mean, that's what this album's all about, I think. This is there's no praxy to be found here. There's this a little bit Banksy. of praxy. Eh, there's sprinkles. Yeah, but not it's 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 full Banksy. And and they they pull it off sometimes. Here's the thing. Banksy himself fuck him. But when pe- other people do Banksy, sometimes it can be good. And I know that's controversial. Yeah. But Radiohead can pull off a Banksy. And they do it occasionally in this album. A lot of the times it doesn't really work so well. But this one, very Banksy, also very, very good. Yes. Basically, this um, there's a line on in what you could call the first verse, Mm -hmm. Um, because he's basically rapping on this song. Yeah, wow, it's very... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's as close to rapping as Tom York could ever get. Uh, my name is Tom, and I'm here to say... <laughs> There's a wolf at the door. Oh, no, run away. There's a wolf at the door to major way. <laughs> and the wolf is capitalism. Oh, uh, damn. Um, in the the line, get the eggs, get the flan in the face, apparently <laughs> it's a reference to, and this is, for, this is a genius annotation again, it's yeah. a reference to Claire Short, uh, who was Labor MP and UK Secretary of State for International Development at the time of the song's writing, who was assaulted with a custard pie by anti-globalization activists at Bangor University in March 2001. She later resigned from Tony Blair's cabinet following controversy over the Iraq War. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a, that's a waste of perfectly good flan. Oh, I know. I just, as soon as you were saying that, I was like, oh, damn, wish I could have been there to just scoop that right on up. Yeah. There's a video. Oh, oh, I bet there is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Politics. Yeah. Uh, I love I love this song. Um, I think yeah, this it, is good. It kind of ends almost just like, it's very dystopian. Yeah, it's, it's, um, part of me thinks that it ended a little too soon, this album. Even though it's very long, and I'm glad when it was over because I hate albums that are like an hour long. But, um, well, that's not fair. On the whole, I do. What's my fucking point? I, I think this song is a good closer. I just think it's sort of like, whoa, that's it? Yeah, you know? it kind of feels like, that way. 
You're like they're just well, that's that's the note you're ending it on. But it also makes sense that it's, this is a very, despite what they want to tell us, this is a very political song, and it's a very it's a, or political album, and it's a very political album for the time. Like it's a very it's an album for its time and place. Yeah, and a lot of it um, still works, and a lot of it is not great somehow still. Yeah, um, but it all together. Is very like this is this is how Radiohead felt in two thousand four, two thousand three. Sure, just fuck off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> same thing. Um, this is how Radiohead felt in the early aughts, and here it is as one little one little snippet. And little I snippet. appreciate it for that. But uh, yeah, it's a rough ending there. Yeah, I mean. It's like if you ended this album on, like, myxomatosis. Oh, that would have fucked me up. <laughs> yeah, that would have been, like, that would have been BDE. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man. I, I'm glad we had the buffer of Scatterbrain and Wolf of the Door, because if we ended it with myxomatosis, I would still be feral. Yeah, which we're, we're, we're inching ever closer to feral. Anyway, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, we've gotten to the end of Hail to the Thief. Uh, Despite even though it was, everything. It was 59 hours long. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got to the end of Hail to the Thief and Nikki, are, are you picking up something good? Uh, well, I don't know yet. Let me turn on my transmitter. All right, hold on. Okay, um, the results are in. Picking up something pretty, pretty goddamn good, actually. I'm picking up something all right. It's not my favorite Radiohead album, but it's got some really yeah. good songs. Yeah, no, exactly. I think I think the strength of the really good songs, like They're There and Mixmatosis, uh, sort of um, distract from the rest of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're There, Mixmatosis, uh, Where I End and You Begin, The yeah. Gloaming, just go kind of like, yeah, Go to Sleep, just kind of like offsets... Uh, things like we suck young blood yeah um you know and i know i had a lot of uh and a lot of controversial moon. opinions <laughs> about amnesiac last episode i think i like it better than amnesiac actually that's fair that's fair yeah i um, mean both of them have flaws i'm not gonna not say that mm -hmm. but i think the songs that got me hyped up from hail to the thief got me more hyped up than the songs on amnesiac that did it for me you know yeah. Um, but, you know, that's just, like, my opinion, man. Yeah. And, I mean, I um, was waiting until the end of the episode to tell you this. Oh. But <laughs> Hail to the Thief itself has a parenthetical. Oh, boy. I should have seen that coming. What's... It, okay. In order to prevent you from being confused, I withheld this until the end of the episode. <laughs> the parenthetical for Hail to the Thief by Radiohead, the 2003 album, is The Gloaming. Oh, they knew. Yeah. They fucking knew. What What does that mean, by the way? What is that word? Uh, is that something? Let's find out. Oh, okay. Here we go. We're Googling some stuff. Gloaming is like some stuff. twilight, dusk, according to Google. Hmm. And Google can't be evil, so I don't think they'd lie. Yeah. Google would never um, lie to me. No, not at all. Um, okay. Yeah. That fits. Yeah. This is a very dusky album. A very dusky, dark album. 
Ooh, spooky. Ooh. Oh, I'm getting scared. <laughs> We've reached the end of uh, this episode of Picking Up Something Good, a limited event prestige podcast about Radiohead. I'm glad we thought uh, we got through uh, Pale to the Thief. They're, we made it. We we got through their kind of longest album yet. Um, I am very, very excited about the album that is to come next. Uh, oh, yeah. The... Um... The the little man that got erased by Tom York. Yeah, the little man. Um, basically, it, it's it's the first solo album of our entire show. That's true. Yeah, we're gonna be no Johnny. We're not gonna have <gasps> any Phil. <gasps> no, we're not gonna have any Colin. No, and we're definitely not gonna have any Ed. It's just Tom. Oh my God! What? I, how does that even work? Yeah, it's just it's him. It's just it's just our boy. It's just the guy. Wow. Um, incredible yeah and i'm very excited yeah i'm excited this has been picking up something good a limited event prestige podcast about radiohead you already said that dumb dumb i did but i'm saying it again uh, duh. <laughs> you can find me on social media at echo vessel um on instagram at echo vessel i want to say fuck you to the other echo vessel i'm like mm-hmm. at this point slandering them on every podcast that i'm on and i don't care good um, let's start another podcast just to slander them a third time <laughs> um until they give me back my uh my instagram handle yeah you earned it yeah what did they what did they do to earn echo vessel yeah (laughs) shut up (laughs) um we that's it (laughs) that's it um uh my name is nikki flowers i got some stuff on the internet uh we like that being yeah yeah we all love that uh nikkiflowers.bandcamp.com is where i keep uh my music which you should buy because I need money, and also it's good and you'll like it. I'm on Twitter as at YifPolice. Um, I'm on Ello. I got a, I got an email from... You remember Ello? Oh, I remember Ello well. I, uh, I haven't posted on it since like 2016, but all of a sudden I got an email from Ello like, someone liked your post, so apparently I'm on Ello. I have a Peach account. Oh yeah, I that I'm like active Peach. on. You're on. You're active on Peach. That has also been. It's been a couple of years. I'm also on Peach. I'm on so many weird. Just Google Nikki Flowers. I'm sure you'll find me. Yeah, you'll find the We Shop Channel remix, and from there you'll get there. Yep, that's the one. Nope, that's it. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to Matt and Noise Space for letting us have uh, space to do this podcast. Um, we don't thank the. We don't thank him every episode but uh, I want to we should him. yeah we what should. the fuck are we doing <laughs> he brought us into this world and he can take us out oh yeah and i bet he wants to sometimes yeah after hearing what what's on this podcast oh boy i wouldn't blame him um i really really hope you enjoyed this episode because we just uh we didn't trudge through this yeah no it wasn't a trudge but it was um what's the word we're getting older so we're very old. Long albums are uh, a bit much. <laughs> I, I'm I'm 23 going on 53. Same. I'm 26 going on 66. 26 <laughs> going on 69. Nice. Oh, anyway, nice. The weed number. That's our show. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Bye-bye. You can, you can stop listening now. It's Bye. fine. Bye-bye. I love you. <laughs> that was a little intimate. I don't know why I said that at the end. Thank you.